There's a saying that goes, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. Keep this in mind as I discuss today the reasons why Saudi Arabia is helping Russia in the energy sector and what impact this cooperation may have on the global energy market. My name is Dr. David Waralu and you are watching Geopolitics in Conflict. Cold War II may already be upon us. Russian fuels has pushed up global energy prices. That Saudi Arabia imported 647,000 tons of fuel oil from Russia. China, Japan, South Korea and India are the biggest buyers. Meanwhile, Saudi Arabia is poised to become the fastest growing economy in 2022. They say history is shaped by leaders. Well, not always. Sometimes, lifeless commodities can shape history. If you are watching this video, you know there are people out there who are less than honest about what's going on in the world. Do you want to know how to differentiate between the truth and lies? Check out our free PDF, Three Ways to Know If You Are Hearing the Truth or Lies. You can check it out at geopoliticsinconflict.com and start being in control of your own truth. Let me start with this bold statement for you. Moscow is raking in more revenues than ever with the help of the new buyers, new traders, and the world seemingly insatiable demand with the dip in the oil exports. Because here's the thing. Russia has earned about $20 billion in average monthly sales this year compared with $14.6 billion monthly average in 2021. And yet we don't hear much about this in Western media. So why is Saudi Arabia pivoting towards Russia? <laughs> is Saudi Arabia helping Russia at the expense of the United States, you may ask? Today, I am going to provide you insights into why Saudi Arabia decided to assist Russia and how that assistance is going to shape the world energy market. This analysis, of course, goes beyond stats and numbers, but rather focuses on the global bigger picture when considering the geopolitical shift taking place before our own eyes. Of course, the West is and will not admit that shift is taking place. Look no further at Europe and how the old continent's standards of living is dropping so fast in a matter of few months due to energy shortage. And that gives you the idea of the importance of energy to any country. And the truth is this because we are here about the truth. Russia is deciding the fate of the world when it comes to energy. Some might disagree with this, and that's okay. They can express their opinion. They can express their disagreement. But numbers don't lie. The facts on the ground don't lie. And many would perhaps consider this an overstatement or an exaggeration of Moscow's influence. No, 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 no. Because recent developments show that Russia is welding more power in global energy markets than it ever has. 
The Organization of Petroleum Exporting Countries, or OPEC as it is known, which is a cartel of oil producing countries, decides not only on how much oil to pump out daily, but also at what price each barrel of crude will cost. Then there is the OPEC Plus. And OPEC Plus, which is nothing but the OPEC Plus Russia, but mainly is Saudi Arabia and Russia. This has in recent time become the de facto OPEC. And it is controlled by two main oil producers, Saudi Arabia and Russia. So why is Saudi Arabia buying oil from Russia? Once again, you need to have a little bit of a brief history as to how Russia and Saudis developed their relationship. And I disclosed this in my Saudi book that I wrote a few years ago about Saudi Arabia. Uh, the Russia and Saudi or Saudi Arabia's relations, you know, who would have thought that the time would come for the world to witness cooperation between Saudi Arabia after almost half a century of mutual suspicion and quite frankly, political hostility behind the scenes. How can we all forget the images of the Mujahideen in Afghanistan, supported and financed by Saudi Arabia and trained by the United States to fight the Soviet Union when the latter invaded Afghanistan in 1979? Yet, in a volatile region such as the Middle East, for example, Riyadh, which is the capital of Saudi Arabia, resumed its diplomatic ties with Moscow that went beyond political niceties and exchange of pleasantries and included defense and energy sectors. Talk about change. That's what we are witnessing. So it is helpful to review a historical snapshot of key information that have shaped the relationship between Saudi Arabia and Russia over the past years. A major incident occurred in 1980 with the Soviet Union invasion of Afghanistan. And as an OPEC member, Saudi Arabia decided, once it was pressured by the United States, to single-handedly triple oil production at that time, back then. As a result, crashing world oil prices and bankrupting the Soviet Union. This was a form of punishment against the then Soviet Union. Interestingly, the geopolitical tables have turned around. And that's why we always say geopolitics is not just about political issues, global affairs. You have to understand the trends, where are they headed? So despite all this, somehow Russia and Saudi Arabia decided to move their cooperation forward, including economic and military ventures. While this cooperation included different sectors, the main focus is on energy. So like China, Russia fully understands that its cooperation with Saudi Arabia, which is a staunch U.S. ally, is short-lived and will not transform into a strategic alliance by any stretch of the imagination. And I'm basing this assessment on my experience 
having lived and worked in Saudi Arabia on behalf of the U.S. government, having spent time in the Middle East and understanding its dynamics. The notion that the Russian-Saudi relations is of strategic nature, as Russian International Affairs Council have claimed, is subject to further debate, and I disagree with that. And the reason for that is that Russia will have to do a lot more than just investing in the energy sector or, for example, deciding on oil prices in cooperation with Saudi Arabia. Rather, Russia needs to offer Saudi Arabia services such as nuclear energy or aerospace industry that other countries in the Middle East cannot acquire. Thus, providing Saudi Arabia a greater strategic capabilities. Because here's the thing, one thing you need to keep in mind is that the Saudis have the financial wherewithal to embark on these major ventures. And sometimes, however, funding alone is not enough for a new industry to take off or guarantee its success. So here's the thing you need to understand with what's going on as of today is that Saudi Arabia has doubled its Russian oil import. And doing so, Saudi Arabia is helping Russia at the expense of the United States. Look no further at the gas prices here in the U.S. if you happen to be an American watching this video. The other aspect has to do with Saudis shielding Russia from the U.S. and the EU financial sanctions. So what Russia ended up doing is selling fuel at a discounted prices to Asian and African countries, despite U.S. pressure not to purchase energy from Russia. And the example I can provide you is India and China are a case in point. To support my argument, Saudi Arabia increased oil import from Russia are used in power generation because Recent data shows that Saudi Arabia imported about 647,000 tons of fuel oil from Russia. And we will provide you a link for this stat. And, and the import of this was through Russia and Estonian ports. And this was between April to June of this year. The amount almost doubled from the 320,000 tons of oil that was imported in the same period last year. So the interesting aspect is that Saudi Arabia figured out that it makes perfect business sense to buy oil from Russia at a discounted price only to turn around and sell its own, meaning Saudi Arabia's own oil, on the international market at a higher price. So imports Russian fuel to reduce its need. So this is why Saudi Arabia is doing this. Saudis are importing Russian fuel to reduce the need to refine crude and cut the amount of oil that is needed to burn for power. That allows the kingdom, the Saudi Arabia, to save and refine crude oil, only to sell it on the international market at a higher price, because there are always buyers there, including the US. Here's the thing, Saudi Arabia, of course, turns to meet its power needs that typically peaks during the summer months, as the demand for cooling rises with the soaring temperature. So what the Saudis doing is they are 
importing more and more from Russia at a time when the U.S. president went to Saudi Arabia physically expecting an increase in oil supply from the kingdom. Which, by the way, the kingdom said no. Because here's the thing. The rise in these oil prices have aggravated inflation globally because there is a little spare capacity to increase production in the short term as Saudi Arabia has maintained its cooperation with Russia. And the alliance of global producers known as OPEC plus the two are the, the de facto leaders of respectively OPEC and non-OPEC or what we call OPEC plus. But here is the untold story that you will not hear or find anywhere else. And this is what we're going to share with you. It makes sense to ask the logical questions. And the logical question is this. What is Saudi Arabia is getting in return from Russia? The answer lies in a major boost from Russia in helping Saudi Arabia develop nuclear energy power plants that will replace Saudi Arabia's dependence on fossil fuel. Both countries had signed a document for nuclear cooperation. So Saudi Arabia is seeking to replace about 50% of its dependence on traditional fossil fuel with atomic and renewable energy by 2032. But there is also the counter-argument to that. And the counter-argument is this. As geopolitical analyst, I have to provide both sides of the argument and let you reach your own conclusion. In the long run, Russia will struggle. And this is what some analysts have also said, which I disagree with. Russia will struggle to remain a top-tier oil producer. That's what some analysts argue. And, and I respectfully disagree with them. And also because former energy executives are saying the same. Because there are physical limits. They argue on how much Russian crude uh, or, or crude refineries in India and China can take. And as Russian machinery ages and access to Western software is lost because of sanctions that ban technology imports. So the future energy of Russia is kind of shaky. There are also those who say winter is coming and it will test the resolve of Russia and its adversaries. Because here's the thing. Uh, in December 5th, coming December, on December 5th, the European Union, the EU, is due to phase in and an embargo on Russian oil and potentially punishing a ban on, on issuing and financing Russian oil cargoes. And if enforced, which I don't believe it will, this measure will significantly escalate efforts to handicap Russia's economy. So, so far, the U.S. and its allies in Europe have largely spared such uh, restrictions to avoid driving energy prices even higher. So, one thing is sure is that Saudi Arabia helping Russia at the expense of the United States and whoever thought. So, here's my question for you. Now that Saudi Arabia and Russia led OPEC Plus has refused to do Washington's bidding. What will the United States do next? Do let us know in the comments. I repeat the question first, just for you to make, uh, make sure it's clear. Now that Saudi Arabia and Russia, both of them leading OPEC+, Plus, have refused to do Washington's bidding by increasing oil production, what will the United States do next? 
let us know in the comments. As always, prepare yourself for a changing global order. Till next time. Bye-bye.